Welcome back to Gals on Topic, your favorite book club and then some. I'm Sadie. I'm Izzy. And today's topic is Akatar chapters 34 through 36. We're getting so far. We are almost to the finish line, but I'm not ready to be done. That's that's fair. I feel like I've been just waiting to get to this part of the book because this is when all the actual action happens and she's yeah. not just frolicking in a meadow anymore. Um, so I'm thrilled. I mean, yes, I love the love story, but it really turns back to Hunger Games here at yes. the end. Yes. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I just don't know Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. But I could see the vibe. Okay, well, before we get into the chapters, Sadie, how was your mom's weekend? Oh, it was so lovely. My mom flew in on Thursday night, and on Friday, we went out to one of my favorite restaurants, just her and John and I, and then Saturday, we went shopping. She always takes me shopping for my birthday, and it was so successful. Like, I rarely shop in person anymore. And the haul is unbelievable. Um, incredible day. And uh, yeah, then Sunday we had a girls' brunch. We did. Isabel, you were there. <laughs> um, and we got our nails done and then just relaxed. It was great. What a fun mom and daughter's weekend. Yeah, it was. I love that. Had like activities, but was still relaxing. Yeah. Like it was just what I needed. I just wish it was warmer. <laughs> Yeah, I was tired all weekend because the weather went back down to like 30s. Um, yeah, it was supposed to, it was like 80. I was starting weekend. to get angry. I was like, why do I choose to live here? <laughs> I could have lived. I got into schools in California. I could have gone there. I could be happy in the sun. But <laughs> we wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. Talking. So true. So thank goodness you came to Indy. Um, okay. I have a random topic that I would love to talk to you about. <laughs> Um, As I told you when you arrived, I was working from home all day today and I didn't really have any meetings, so I haven't talked to anyone like all day. (laughs) (laughs) And I was on TikTok today and this is this topic is really not relevant to the book or anything. But, you know, our podcast name is Gals on Topic, so we can bring topics to the table that we're passionate about. (laughs) And I got really passionate about this today but didn't have anyone to talk to okay what is it okay (laughs) so I know we talk a lot about um concerts like we've talked about the Luke Holmes concert the Taylor Swift concert Mm -hmm. did you hear what happened last night with the Morgan Wallen concert he canceled it like an hour before or something no not an hour before so he was at Ole Miss the concert started happening like the the uh, openers had already played everyone's in their seats and it's time for him to go on and instead of him coming on some security guard or whatever facilitator comes on and says morgan will not be playing tonight he's not feeling well and they put up that little note that the the concert is canceled and everyone will get their money back and he's not feeling well and that's it and what the fuck can you can you imagine like genuinely can you imagine because he is one of the biggest tours going on right now like it's probably I mean, his him. Ticket prices are insane. Probably three to five hundred dollars alone. He was playing at Ole Miss, so you know, 
it's an area that out. people travel to have to pay a ton of money to get a hotel at because it's a smaller area um spent money on outfits spent money on you know drinks and food because they were they had been there for like three to four hours and forget the money you're just excited it's freaking morgan wall yeah and because it's a more expensive ticket i feel like people make a whole event out of it yeah. like it's someone's birthday present it's an anniversary present it's yeah. like a special occasion because his ticket prices have been insane like he's he, i remember hearing like the similar discourse around Ticketmaster and like the resale prices as i was around taylor swift mm-hmm so what I was getting into on TikTok, though, is people are saying he was not like he was fine because if he really had lost his voice, he would have canceled earlier. Like there's there's really no reason to cancel like up until that moment. Yeah. And so people were saying he was just too drunk to go on and <gasps> his his team wouldn't let him go on. And I mean, whether we don't know for sure that that's true. Like there's videos of different security guards saying like, no, I saw him like blacked out he was he went to like the game or some videos of that not of him but of people who are working at the event saying that to the concert goers oh my gosh and i so one morgan wallen has canceled on me before he has (laughs) this is this is personal (laughs) i had tickets to go and see him in North Carolina. I was going to get a flight and travel to see him. And um, I was really excited about that. I mean, he canceled weeks and weeks before. So it was, you know, not the same. But that was when he, like, said a racial slur and had to cancel his entire tour. Oh. Which people really forgot about. I haven't. But um, <laughs> so he canceled that entire tour. And, like, he's one of the biggest people in the He's one of the biggest country artists right now. Yeah, he's it's just like out him and Luke Combs. Like, I just feel like it's he's re- it's reckless. Like, have you ever been to a concert that got, or had tickets to a concert that got canceled? Um, I'm trying to think. I really don't think so. Well, like mid show for weather. Oh yeah, Ugh, the bleachers in Charlotte. It was my first time seeing them live. John got me tickets for graduation. I didn't know you loved them. And they were like, the storm's coming, but we're going to try and play as long as we can. And it was the amazing, the most amazing, like, 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I've since seen them live, full show, pointed at me and everything. But but yeah, that was, it was hard. Being a fan of Morgan Wallen, like, people are diehard fans traveling to this show being so excited go sitting through the openers and then he doesn't come on doesn't even tell you himself like luke combs wasn't feeling well still gave an entire performance recently and just and still gave everyone a refund i saw that video of him saying like guys i'm just not feeling my best i'm not gonna be able to put on the show that you guys should pay money to see. So I'm refunding all the tickets, but I'm still going to perform and do my best. And I was like, wow, a gem. Yeah. But also. That's a professional. (laughs) I also like, this is not a hot take, but will probably offend some people. But like, we all know Morgan Wallen's just straight up not a good guy. Like, yeah, he sucks. He's, I am not interested in like really ever knowing him as a person. (laughs) (laughs) 
like just not a stand-up guy and we don't all even try this. morgan wallen <laughs> what so don't even try morgan wallen yeah. saying he's not interested <laughs> um but i'm just saying like i'm just not shocked like yeah, fits the bill i'm not either i just think it's so shocking because he has this enormous fan base like mm-hmm. he is probably the biggest country singer at this moment yeah maybe besides luke combs yeah they're kind of like the two and he's so reckless with his fans i just feel like i've yeah. haven't seen he just doesn't people, care he doesn't care which he doesn't care he doesn't care um it's so, crazy so that leads me to on the same subject how do you feel about frank ocean on coachella oh, i've only heard about it it's embarrassing for him, but I've never won- I've never been like into Frank Ocean. That's true. But a lot of people are. A lot of people are similar energy. People like traveled for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was even bigger. Like people were He like never performed. He never performed, so I know it was a huge deal. Yeah. Um and people were like camping out, just like posted up sitting down for him all day. And then he gave some lackluster performance and then canceled his second weekend. Like, yeah, that's super. He said he had a broken leg. No, <laughs> it's just it's just really it's really crazy when just people a, have these diehard fans yeah. and they don't care. I know. Like, just that's a bunch crazy of to divas. Like, just you are so out of touch. That, like, think about all the people who ha- did so much to get to see you and you just don't care. That's crazy to me. I know. But anyway, um. I am now even um, just more confident that we made such a good investment by going to the Luke Combs concert. Yes. <laughs> because he does care about Because he cares fans. about you and he cares about me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like, again, he and Morgan Wallen are the two biggest country stars right now. I was thinking about going to Morgan Wallen in Chicago and never pull trigger. Yeah. Don't and do that now. So... Anyway, that was yeah, my... Yeah, you know what? I will meet Luke Combs. I'd be <laughs> will... happy to meet him. I will befriend Luke Combs. Yes. <laughs> um, so that was my that was my random topic that I wanted to talk to you about. Thank Perfect. you for I'm giving really me this glad platform. You got that. I'm really glad you got that <laughs> off your chest. Um, should we get into Akatar checking on Farah? Yeah. No, we definitely should. Um, dare I say things are ramping up? <laughs> Yeah, really takes a 180. It's like a completely different book. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. Again, she, I mean, things were so slow up really until now. Like things were developing with her and Tamlin. No, the love, I mean, the love theme is still there, but it's like he's not really in the story right now. It's really all her and her trying to escape this or get out of this horrible situation she has found herself in yeah um okay so should we start with chapter 34 yes okay so we left off with Feyre being lost and without a plan under the mountain before she's grabbed by the adder dun 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 exactly so the adder drags her to a throne room and doesn't even bother to like take her weapons or anything because they both know she's to them just not a threat at all. 
Um, the adder drags her by a lot of other fairies, and they don't do anything to stop it. So they reach the throne room, which is like this very ornate high ceiling chamber, and it's filled with a party, like fae dancing, mingling, chatting, and the adder slash fairy interrupt this, and she's brought before, thrown before, Amarantha. Finally, we meet her. Um, and Vera's first thought is, well, I guess she's pretty, but not that pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but she is overall terrifying in this first meeting. She has dark red hair, super pale skin, red lips, very cold looking. Yeah, I looked up fan art and I thought she looked I thought she looks beautiful in their drawings. They could, they should have like messed up her nose or something. Farah is not impressed. <laughs> um, have you noticed how whenever she sees something, she's always, she kind of compares it to how she would paint that yes. thing? Yeah. yeah. So she says, to paint her would have driven me to madness, which I, I don't know what that means. Well, because I think she was trying to say that like the little bit of ugly wasn't even anything physical there's just like an underlying ugliness to her that she wouldn't even know how to depict in a picture that's such a good way to articulate it yeah for sure thank you (laughs) Um, so Farah looks at the throne beside her and it's Tamlin still in his mask still in his warrior clothes and he doesn't react I was hoping in this moment his mask was going to be off very much still on because <laughs> he didn't break the curse yeah but i just thought that like either yeah, it's, way it's, it's no there's no point yeah the mask yeah. was for the curse the curse is is not i mean the curse is broken it's just the different outcome right he lost yeah but the mask is useless now because the whole point was so humans couldn't see him and be blinded by his beauty blah blah right blah. and doesn't she want to enjoy his beauty now that he's hers Guess not. Mask is on. <laughs> Sorry to hurt. Um, so he doesn't react when he sees her. And Amarantha says, what's this? And the adder says, just a human thing I found downstairs. Amarantha's like, well, obviously, but why should I bother with her? And then the adder like prods Feyre to tell her what she was up to. And... Feyre is silent. The adder kicks her. And Feyre says, I came to claim the one I love. I've come to, cl- to claim Ham- <laughs> Hamlin. Is Hamlet. <laughs> Hamlet. <laughs> yeah. I've come to claim Tamlin, High Lord of the Spring Court. So she really... Very bold of her. Had no plan. Not even going to try and... Lie or anything. Lie, yeah. No, she just is out with it. The crowd gasps. Amarantha laughs. She says to Tamlin, oh, well, you certainly were busy all those years. Developed a taste for human beasts, did you? But Tamlin still says nothing, does nothing, is blank slate on his face. Yeah, no expression, no surprise to see her. Did that surprise you? Yes. I... Well, I'm glad he gives a little. Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't. It might just be in her head. 
but like in they have a few moments where she sees like his eyes and she feels like he's telling her something with his eyes yeah but um so i was glad to see that because i was like if he is a literally has no expression not only does she have to get out of there but she needs to like break whatever trance he's under so you think he's under a trance no i don't i think he's trying to play it cool regardless of whatever he's doing it's kind of embarrassing for Feyre. <laughs> she's yeah. in a bunch of in a crowd of fairies she's a human proclaiming her love and he's just not giving anything so yeah but if he did no yeah amarantha would want to kill her more right it's just when i first read it i was like oh god oh god <laughs> this is so awkward for her he's like this high lord and she's like i, I love him, him. Yeah, and he's like, Who, what? Um, so I know he has his reasons, and I will find more out later. But again, embarrassing for Feyre. Amarantha, though, is confused because there was already a human girl here. And this is not good. This was Claire. So she says to Tamlin, Oh, you are delicious. You let me torture that innocent girl to keep this one safe. You lovely thing. You actually made a human worm love you. Marvelous. And Feyre says, let him go. And Amarantha tells her to give a reason why she shouldn't kill her right then. And Feyre says, because Tamlin was tricked and is now bound unfairly. But I didn't understand what she meant by that. Tricked how? Because I get, I mean, from the masquerade thing being a trick or oh. being drugged, I'm like, yeah, that's the point. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, Vera, I don't know if you've caught on, but she doesn't really have any morals. Yeah, she's not playing by some moral code that yeah. you abide by. Um, and also note here that while Vera's talking to her, she notices that Amarantha has a, a ring on her finger that looks like a human eye. In a crystal. Just we'll come back to that. Creepy. And she says, You human beasts are so uncreative. Who spent we spent years teaching you poetry and fine speech, and that is all you can come up with? I'm curious what eloquence will pour from your lips when you behold what should have been you. And then she points behind Farah. Farah turns around and sees a mangled corpse nailed to the wall of the cavern. And it's Claire. Ugh. It's so gruesome. Ugh. Yeah. She like wants to, she has to like hold back from throwing up at the sight of it. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. Amarantha's like, well, I guess I should have listened when she said she'd never seen, seen Tamlin before, but her screaming was lovely. Oh my gosh. What a true, true villain. Yeah. And Feyre's like, oh my god, this is what I did to her by giving Resand her name. And Amarantha's like, do you still wish to claim Tamlin, even though he let that happen to an innocent person? Which, for a second, I thought she was going to be like, oh shit. I, like, <laughs> like, I'll just she, go home. <laughs> well, when she does, uh, like when we hear what um, Feyre is thinking when she looks up at Claire... And she does say something along the lines of, like, she can't believe he, did let, he that let that happen. And she wants to, like, avenge Claire's death. But 
I thought maybe in that moment she was going to be like, F you, Tamlin. I'm getting out of here without you. Like, saw his true colors. There was a slight moment where I thought that would maybe happen. Yeah. Because she is disgusted by Mm -hmm. this scene, obviously, but doesn't want Claire's death to be in vain. Right. So she's like, yeah, I do. And Amarantha turns to Tamlin's like, well, what do you have to say? And he says he's never seen her before. And someone must have just glamored her as a joke. Probably resand. <laughs> and he's trying to protect her, but Amarantha can see right through that. Um, and she's like, this is so funny like the son of the man who enslaved all those humans who slaughtered all those humans by my side is in love with a human and then she speaks into her ring and she's like i suppose if anyone can appreciate the moment it would be you jurian and this is also crazy yeah she has his eye reminder of who jurian is that was the human who was tricking her sister into mm-hmm. being in love with him to get information and then killed her. Like, killed the sister pretty brutally. Amarantha and him battled. She won and she killed him, but not really killed him. She has his eye and some of his bones. And through some like evil magic, she has, she holds his soul, soul consciousness, whatever eternally so he has to like watch what she's doing yeah she has her she has his eye in her ring and it he sees all of the horrible can't blink just the eyeball (laughs) like you can't even close your eyes at the horror that she's doing that's what i was thinking like he literally has to see has to watch and and it's been 500 years oh my god Oh, my God. She's psycho. Psycho. (laughs) To put it lightly, we've just met her and we've met a mangled corpse nailed to a wall and an eyeball that she wears on her ring so she can torture someone for eternity. Yeah. Crazy. And her screams were delightful. Yeah. Yeah. So she's a lot of fun. Um, (laughs) So Amarantha says that things have been boring since Claire decided to die. So she doesn't just want to kill Feyre. And Amarantha offers Feyre a bargain, which was Alice's second rule. No bargains unless your life depends on it. But Feyre knows that the rules are made to be broken. Basically, if we get a rule in this book, Feyre is just going to, it's just there. So Feyre can break it. I know. But like also her life depends her on life it. Her depend- life yeah. depends on it as soon as she walked into the cave. Yeah. Everything she does when she walked into that cave, her life depends on it. So yeah. like, so it's really just to tell the readers like this is problematic. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that she's in a bargain. So yeah, she doesn't really have a choice here. So I don't blame her. But the deal is, Feyre has to complete three tasks of Amarantha's choosing, and she can have Tamlin back. And Feyre says she wants his curse broken as well. So she is smart here. Like she's trying to be as specific as possible. She says, if I complete three tasks, we and all his court can leave here and remain free forever. And Amarantha agrees and says she will even throw in another element to see if Feyre is smart enough to deserve him. 
So she'll give Feyre a riddle, and if she can solve the riddle, the curse will be broken instantaneously. Feyre asks what happens if she fails the tasks, which seems obvious. And Amarantha says, then there won't be anything left of you for me to play with. Okay, when I first read this, they say that each task will be a month apart on the Mm -hmm. full moon. Yes. When I read that, I was like, three months? Is this what the rest of the series is? Like, I was like, what? We're not going to have, like, Farrah and Tamlin for three months? Because I just was imagining it being such, like, a long period of time. I would, like, was genuinely, like, do we not get through all the tasks in this book? And luckily, as I read like the next chapters, it kind of like gets to the first task quickly. Like, because what she's not doing much in her cell in the meantime. Right. But I was like, I was like fully panicked. I was like, is this what the rest of the series is? A book per task? That would be <laughs> wild. <laughs> oh my God. Um, luckily, no, that's not what, that's not the case. Um, but we'll we'll get there. So, like you said, the tasks will take three months. One per month. And in the meantime, she's going to be in a cell doing whatever additional work Amarantha requires. And Tamlin finally meets Farrah's eyes for the first time. And his face is white and his eyes are like, do not agree to this. But Farrah's like, well, what else am I going to do? So she agrees and she can feel magic sizzle between her and Amarantha. Then Amarantha says, give her a greeting worthy of my hall, which that can't be good. And it's not good. The adder punches her in the face immediately. And then she starts getting beat up bad. Just basically mugged. Yeah. But and then she blacks out. I I was mad at this. Like, I know we just said they don't play by the rules, but like they just made a deal to delay torture. And then they just beat the shit out of her. I mean, she... She made a deal to delay being killed. Okay. But then she said, then she said, like, she said something about how won't I be at a disadvantage if I'm, like, working? And Amarantha oh. was like, oh, just little chores. Oh, that's what it was. Um, but, yeah, but she gets beat up bad, which does seem unfair because when she eventually does get to the task – it would put her at a disadvantage to like have a broken nose Face. and yeah. <laughs> um, but as we see, there are some loopholes that can help her. So, but that's where we end chapter 34. Poor Feyre. She's unconscious, <laughs> but alive, which is something. So chapter 35, Feyre wakes up in her prison cell in bad shape. Her face is swollen. Her nose is broken and she can hear another prisoner screaming like they're being tortured not too far away like this is bad this is what she thought it was going to be like when she got taken in the first place yeah so not great and she falls asleep and wakes up to her cell door opening and it's lucian Lucian. a friendly face um he asks if she's okay and tells her that she shouldn't have come He's like, don't you understand what Tamlin sacrificed in getting you out? And again, I just don't understand. I mean, I, yeah, I don't understand why everyone's acting like she would have been safe in human lands either. If Amarantha yeah. takes over, humans are all going to like fully takes over. No human is safe. 
Yeah, I guess they probably just think that that is a delayed thing. Like there would be more time mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. her to live. Like she would live a few more months and they'd have more time to figure out their next plan. But I'm confused by Lucian because he goes back and forth with if he's rooting for the plan or not rooting for the plan. Like at the beginning of the book, he's like he's like telling Tamlin, like, just get rid of Pharaoh. Like, there's no reason, like, just throw in the towel, like we're done. And then she's leaving. He's like, Are you kidding me? You're almost there. Just a couple more days. Just give her a few more days. The spell's gonna be broken. And he's mad that she gets left. Then she comes back and he's like, don't you understand? Tamlin sacrificed for yeah. the sacrifice he made for you to go. And it's like, I thought you didn't even want her to go. Like, yeah. And I get like the timings changed and things changed. But I'm just like, Lucian, you are just two steps behind. Like, are you in or are you out? That's it's a good point. I think he at the beginning she was so she was in such bad shape i think he was like this is never gonna work and then once there was a glimmer of hope he was all in like he was constantly wingmanning taylor yeah. and Farah all the time but also remember his mask is a fox he is cunning slippery yeah, yeah. cunning is a better word than slippery <laughs> <laughs> but you know he i, I don't know might not have just a, as firm of as a stance like he's probably oh i see know, what you're saying a fair weather goes where the i don't i don't know what metaphor i'm searching for but, uh, <laughs> i'm i'm picking up go, what you're putting goes down. where the grass is greener yeah kind of guy <laughs> um, we just said like th- 40 sayings in the in one minute um well fair is like well i'm here now and there isn't anything i can do about it so like save it I don't know what to tell you and she also says I just had to tell him I love him to see if it wasn't too late Ugh, but it was it was so Lucian says he'll help heal her and he sets her nose which makes her pass out again and then she wakes up without her horrible injuries anymore and I mean this is this is very huge like I'm glad that Lucian's able to sneak in and help her but it's also the first time we've seen Lucian really use magic yeah right yeah okay yeah it definitely makes it feel like she has more of a shot in this if she has an ally yeah he like you said he has some magic he says that amarantha gave her gave him a small sliver of his powers back to because she's still trying to get on tamlin's good side a little bit because she's interested in him Mm -hmm. so she's giving out small allowances of power i guess to him and lucian and people who who are in favor with him um lucian tells her that amarantha has summoned all of the high lords for Ferris tasks and is forbidding anyone to leave until her trials are over and Ferris asks if she really has jurian's eye and lucian tells her the story of how amarantha spent weeks torturing jurian and now she keeps his consciousness bound to that ring. So he has to watch all the horrible things she does. She really has a thing with eyes because she also took Lucian's eye. Yeah. She's just gross. She's, yeah. Horrible. <laughs> She's gross. And Feyre tries to ask about Tamlin, but Lucian hears guards coming. So he says to her, try not to die, will you? I already have a long list of fairies to kill. I don't need to add any more to it, if only for Tamlin's sake. And then he vanishes. But Oof. that was like low key nice. Yeah. Like like he was saying, 
I have a list of fairies that I need to get my revenge on if whoever kills you is going to be added to that list. Because he loves her. That's his bestie. Yeah, they actually, he's a good friend in this moment. So Feyre's out of it for a few days and is just dozing in and out, recovering when two fairies enter her cell and bring her back to the throne room. And she's brought before Amarantha again. Tamlin's still sitting at her side, still not speaking, still not doing anything. Amarantha says, oh, I couldn't sleep last night. Now I I realized why. It's because I don't know your name. So it's like, it's not good because Farrah doesn't want to give her her full name. Remember what happened to Claire? So she doesn't speak. And Amarantha calls for Resand. And Farrah can hear him approaching like, Oh no, because he can read minds. So yeah. that's not that's not good news. And Amarantha asks him if this is the girl he saw at Tamlin's estate. And he looks at Feyre. He's like, I guess. But Amarantha says, but did you not also tell me that Claire was the one you saw? And Rhysand says, well, humans all look alike to me. Which is BS because he recognized her at Tamlin's house from Fire Night. He did. Oh, is my love triangle back to being a possibility? (laughs) Is Reese just doing what he has to do to survive and keep his powers? And he has a plan in the works to overtake Amarantha and kick her out? This is such a small little little detail and i'm like he's good <laughs> did you did you already write that down or was that something that just came to you oh i wrote that oh. down. <laughs> <laughs> i was glancing down uh yeah i said is reese low-key good i think that he's definitely just taken a different approach to dealing with her that well not definitely <laughs> i have very little details to go off of so far But I think he might be just taking a different approach than like Tamlin and Lucian who are just like straight up to her face. F you don't love don't love you, whatever. Whereas Reese is taking the approach of like, let me get on her good side. Let me seem like an ally Mm -hmm. so I can figure out how to take her down from the inside out. So then what do you make of... Tamlin and Lucian hating him. That's true. Well, because if they don't know that, to him, he looks like Amarantha's bitch. Yeah. Am I off? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I mean, come on. Why else? Why else would he have almost protected pharaoh by saying like i feel like he almost pre- well as i guess he said that told her the name but he's he protected pharaoh in a way by saying that claire was her and it's almost like he was hoping that because then it would free the spring court and tamlin would have his full powers and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. so like yeah, he's good. <laughs> so the follow-up question, he then, 
is essentially responsible for Claire being like tortured. Yeah, but I don't think he really cares about humans. I think mm-hmm. he cares about breaking the curse. Yes. And Got the it. High Lords being in charge again. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that part, I was like, whoa. And there's another part later that I was like, ooh. You know who I picture as him? Who? Is in the first, was it the first one? The first Hunger Games. The guy with the black swirly mustache. The game key- Is he the gamekeeper? Um, the games master. The games, games master. Gameskeeper is Harry Potter. Oh. <laughs> That's Hagrid. Oh. <laughs> um well he reminds me of the game's master that's who i picture him as (laughs) really because pharaoh says he's the most beautiful man she's ever seen and you picture that man no i (laughs) with the twirly mustache uh no i don't think that's the most beautiful man (laughs) but just like his attitude okay oh but chuck too i don't know you know who i picture chuck have you seen Vampire Diaries? No. You haven't? No. Oh my god, you would love that show. I oh my would. god, it's such a good show. I watched it again last fall. Um <laughs> well, Ian Summerholder. Let me look. But I feel cute? like but the thing is, if you just look him up, I don't think you're going to be like most beautiful man I've ever seen. Oh. But I know who this man is. Oh, okay. His Be- personality. Most beautiful man I've ever seen. Okay. In, um, in this show, his personality, it really tracks. Like, I'm honestly sad. I'm honestly sad that he's too oh, old to play wow. him now. Wow. Yeah. That's totally. Like, light eyes, dark hair, kind of pale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess just like his. He's like evil, but in a in a very confusing way. He would just be, he would do a really good job. So I think that Reese in Spring Court, I imagine him as a different Reese than in this moment. The way he interacts with Amarantha gives me the same vibes as Games Master from Hunger Games first movie because he's like, he's just a pawn. He's just, he's he's a pawn. He's on her leash. But he also like, is not like he doesn't really care about the people but there's like a small he's not glimmer totally, of yeah. like a conscience mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i feel like that's kind of where reese is but i think yeah i think my prediction is he doesn't really care that much about humans but he does care about freeing the courts and so he was trying to protect Farah, um in hopes that she would break the curse with Tamlin. Interesting. I think I'm spot on. That theory just developed a little bit more while here. Like, all I had was, is he good? <laughs> I'm impressed. But <laughs> I think I just nailed it right on the head there. Let's let's continue. But, no, this is why I – this starts getting more and more interesting because there's clearly some different political dynamics. Like, yeah. when, she, when she first was brought in, it just seems like everyone's bad. But you realize, like, Lucian's still there. He's doing some undercover stuff. What are the alliances like? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Okay, so Feyre also does not believe Rhysand because she also says, he recognized me before, so what's up with that? 
Amarantha then asks Rhysand for her name, and he's like, well, I don't know. I thought it was Claire. So Amarantha says, okay, you want to play games? I'll play games. And has the adder grab Lucian. And Amarantha tells Rhysand to hold his mind, which is like what he did to Feyre. And interesting that she that she knows to grab Lucian, like I like she knows somehow that him and Feyre are have a close bond. Like she's not oh. she's not doing anything to Tamlin. I thought it was weird that they even grabbed Lucian. Like why didn't he just grab Feyre's mind? Because she wants to keep Feyre. Yeah, like he sh- he could just read her mind. Yeah. But I think he can also like torture people with mind stuff. Yeah. Oh, so he was gonna torture Lucian yeah. into getting Pharaoh. Into to getting Pharaoh's And that's name. more entertaining. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to um, Amarantha. To Amarantha. And Lucian's brothers are all here. So we just see them and one of them kind of speaks and they're watching and they're like smiling. Because yeah, remember they're they also suck. bad. Amarantha asks Lucian her name and he doesn't say anything. At this point, I was like, just, God, tell her. I know. <laughs> you already captured. Just N-E-D. tell her. And yeah. Rhysand could just read your mind anyway. But good for Lucian. He doesn't break even in the threat of Rhysand, you know, wiping his mind. Shattering it. Shattering his mind. And she she asks again. He doesn't say anything. She gives the go-ahead to Reese. I literally, in this moment, I wrote, I will boycott the rest of this series if Lucian dies. <laughs> If Lucian dies again, even I, in the rest of the books, if Lucian dies, I'm out. <laughs> Is he your favorite character? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in this moment, I like I was like I literally had to force myself to stop because I was like panicking that he was gonna die, and I was like I'm not reading the podcast. Is done. Podcast the is books done. are over. Bad call, Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Reese like narrows his eyes in Lucian's direction and Lucian starts to yell in pain but Feyre blurts out her name finally luckily Amarantha does not ask for a last name so I was stressed about that the first time after what happened to Claire's family didn't even cross my mind (laughs) (laughs) so Amarantha lets Reese let go of Lucian and she's like okay Feyre I have your riddle and she tells her again, you know, solve this and you and Tamlin and the entire court may immediately leave with my blessing. And let's see if you are indeed clever enough to deserve one of us. And then she says the riddle, <clears throat> which I will now repeat. <laughs> there are those who seek me a lifetime, but never we meet. And those I kiss, but who trample me beneath ungrateful feet. At times I seem to favor the clever and the fair but I bless all those who are brave enough to dare. By large, my ministrations are soft-handed and sweet. I don't know if I wrote the right word there, but I wrote ministrations. But scorned, I become a difficult beast to defeat. For though each strike, each of my strikes lands a powerful blow, when I kill, I do it slow. So you know what I'm going to ask. I have a guess. Okay, give me your guess. I will say, when I read it for the first time, I did get it right, but because I didn't know anyone reading it, I didn't tell anyone. So yeah, okay, matter. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. But my guess is love. Okay. 
we've got the got the mm-hmm. recording. We'll see if it's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think so. I mean, I put LOL because that will be embarrassing if it's not it. <laughs> but I think it's love. I think so. It also like fits Amarantha's story for it to be love. But okay, okay, we've got our guesses locked in. Uh, we will see. And honestly, not that long, if you're right, in a few episodes. Yeah. So one real quick, and since you're not bringing it up, I now feel better about it. But she kind of goes into like a ramp rampage in her thoughts about just like overthinking every little word Amarantha says about, mm-hmm. you know, their deal, the riddle, all, everything. And she like yeah. really emphasizes, the, she gets worried about the emphasis on the word immediately. And it made mm-hmm. me worried about the word immediately. Like, Farrah gets hung up on, like, well, did she? what does she mean by immediately? Like, immediately means immediately, right? Like, she was just, like, go, spiraling because she's half beat up, has this riddle, is scared in a dungeon. So, like, <laughs> that's probably it. But she was getting so worried about it, it made me worried about it. And then she was like, no, no, it's fine, and kind of stopped. And so I was like, oh, gosh, is it actually something? Yeah. No, Farrah does get really in her thoughts here. She's trying to think through the riddle. I mean, yeah, she's on the spot. She really needs to get this right. And she's like, is it a disease? Is it a person? Um, but she has no answers. She cannot even come up with a possibility. And like Tamlin is giving her nothing. She she has nothing to say. So Amarantha tells her to think on it. And she goes back to her cell and Ferris thinking, as they locked me in my cell once more, I knew I was going to lose. Because this is where she struggles with the... With the words. I was like, yeah, words. a riddle. Okay, <laughs> let's bring on the challenges. <laughs> yeah, no, she's left alone there for two days thinking about the riddle. Neither Lucian nor Tamlin come to see her. Which it's like, Lucian came. Yeah, but you can't just keep making nightly visits. Yeah, yeah. And Feyre's just feeling really dumb for not getting the answer and to your point for even being in this bargain in the first place and overall she's just like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die here. (laughs) And then after two days, the guards come open her door, tell her the full moon has risen, meaning it's time for her first task and that's where we end the chapter. Oh my gosh. Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we can just get right into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, the task is so gross. Can I just say that in these three chapters, you know, authors describe the scenery and, like, how things feel, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, to really put you in favorite shoes and, like, but, like, I've never seen an author use you- <laughs> smells so much and it makes everything worse like it's a great you know technique but like there was a moment where she talks about the adder like flapping its wings and she got like a whiff of its stench and I like about threw up in my book like I was like I could just smell how freaking vile that must have been and then she talks about like during the task like how everything smells like especially bad for this task yes I was like Oh my god, it was so gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fear factor. Yeah. And I told you like when when you were 
about to read the chapters. This one, you know, is the meatiest of the three. Because I honestly feel like I never really bothered to read it that closely. I was kind of like, gross, 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 gross. Oh, she wins. (laughs) (laughs) Way to just let everyone know who's just listening. (laughs) So... Well, I mean, obviously she wins. There's still more to the book. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, what, if, what if she just died and then we just 180 to the point of view this book was from? Yeah. Um, oh, my God. So this okay. was the first time I honestly read it closely. I was like, oh, so that's how she escaped. <laughs> what? I mean, I knew the vague idea, yeah. but I was like, okay, she uses bones. She it's uses pretty interesting. It is. Actually, it honestly, she's it is. smart. It is. She give herself some credit. That was smart. She's very. We see her really shine. Yeah. In, a, in this chapter, in in a weird way, but in this shithole. In this literal, literal shithole, she shines. <laughs> <laughs> She's in her element. <laughs> um, so, okay. So it's her first task, and she's brought into this muddy arena with a huge crowd of fairies staring down at her and laughing at her. And the guards bring her before Amarantha and the seven high lords, including Resand and Tamlin, still not showing any emotion. And Amarantha has a hand on his knee, which like, girl, keep your hands to yourself. He is not yours. Yeah. (laughs) He literally has refused to be with you. Anyway, Amarantha says she took the liberty of learning a few things about Feyre and thinks that she will like this task. Feyre looks into the trenches and sees this muddy maze filling the floor of this arena that she's in. And also, I think it's interesting that all these, like, very elaborate rooms are still underneath the mountain. Like, they're all underground. Yeah. So it's cool. it's, it's going to be very cool visually in a TV show. So the adder grabs her and brings her down and drops her into the maze. And then Feyre looks up at Amarantha and... Amarantha says, Rhysand tells me you're a huntress, which she must have got from reading her thoughts, hopefully, unless he found her family. And then Amarantha says, hunt this. And Feyre hears a slithering noise filling the chamber. And Amarantha looks at her and says, run. Oh, my gosh. With a smile on her face. And then Feyre sees it and she runs. (laughs) Yuck. It's a giant worm, but the front end is just an enormous mouth filled with rings of razor-sharp teeth. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) How fun. Wait, I know you said someone gave you the book Dune as a gift and you haven't seen the movie. They have sandworms and look it up. Look it up, sandworms. Okay. It's, It's quite literally what this is. And it's a good... Just, you know, visual for Ew. what? What is Dune about? <laughs> what did you think it was about? Not this. I mean, those aren't like a, those are just a, you know, a challenge that they encounter. Ew. The oh my God. <laughs> that is what it is. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Oh my God wasn't this big was it i don't know honestly i i'm i think the show's gonna have a hard time making this worm and having it not be exactly what's in dune yeah i mean it just has to be it just has to be yeah so 
Feyre's running fast, trying to find a spot where she can stop and make a plan, but she's barely keeping ahead of it, and she's in the mud, so she's slipping. She finds a small opening on the side of a trench that she tries to squeeze herself through, but she gets stuck. She's half exposed, and she can feel the worm approaching, but she starts kicking and clawing at the mud and is able to push herself through. But it doesn't really make sense because she was exposed there and the worm should have seen her and had time to get her, but it had kind of overshot her. Yeah, it missed. It like hit the wall and that's what like broke the mud apart so she could get through. Yeah. And all the fairies were like getting all excited, thinking she's about to die. And then they were like, Aww. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she looks up at them and sees that they're now looking towards the other end of the chamber, which is where the worm must be, meaning it went the wrong way after she escaped, meaning it hadn't seen where she went. It's so blind. smart little Feyre yeah. realizes the worm is blind. Damn. They always, those monsters always have to have a weakness, huh? It's, very, it's giving very much um, the serpent from... Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. Right. But it wasn't always blind. The phoenix. Yeah, I know. But still, it's like trying to smell her. Right. When Harry like throws the rock. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like that. Yeah. Um, Wait. Speaking of that, did you hear about the show? (laughs) I did hear. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, Okay. Wait. So for those who don't know, who is producing it? HBO Max? No. I don't know. I can't remember. Well, some network is in the early stages of producing a Harry Potter series. And a Twilight series. We just throw that in there, too, because... It's freaking wild. What are they doing? I... I... The only thing I can think of is people consume so much content that networks must be struggling to come up with good content that actually like makes a lot of money and they know those are easy like will get viewers because I mean even though I'm not thrilled about it of course I'm going to watch both of them yeah and it's like I think that there's just so much good content out now that crowds are really split there isn't like a ton of things anymore that like bring everyone in yes whereas like harry potter and twilight were one of like those last few things that like really drew a ton of people in marvel yeah that's true yeah like how many But they're rare but that's the point like they're rare and they're gems and you can't just i mean they they try and make fantastic beasts those movies are so bad i haven't watched because i've just heard that they're bad no like I would consume, I thought I would consume like any Harry Potter spinoff franchise and love it. I can't, I haven't, I've tried to watch all three, haven't made it through a single one. Like genuinely, (laughs) I'm like, I'm so bored. I'm so mad. I have no idea what plot is going on. This is insane. This doesn't even feel like, (laughs) it's just like, it doesn't even feel like remotely the same tone. And they have so many plot holes. It's just, they're so bad that I do not trust these new creators with Harry Potter. They don't, they, they just, they try and go all big now. I sound so well, old, but like, they just, I feel like they're going to I mean, not I wonder well. if JK Rowling is involved because if she That's is, true. I have hope because I agree. I also don't think that it needs to be touched. Just let it be the gem that it is. Yeah. But 
there is like so much okay I'm torn because there is so many parts of the books that like I want I want all the details I want to consume it all yeah but at the same time like it was perfectly casted the story yeah the story I will never you how could you ever recast that no it'll all be just like little Little what? <laughs> I was gonna Gen Zers. I was gonna put some oh adjectives. God, they're all gonna be on Instagram adjectives and, yeah. and like TikToks. I can't. Exactly. I can't. I, exactly. I, I was gonna put adjectives in front, but I was like, let me not. Let me not. Yeah, but. they're gonna be these. Oh God. Pretty sure I'm Gen Z, and but. it's so. <laughs> Oh my god, that cast is so like they all are so wholesome and they all turned out so well. And I agree. I mean, it honestly should have been a series from the start in terms of there's so much detail in the books and it's so rich. Yeah, and you lose a lot in the movies, but the cast is perfection. No one else can play Hermione. No, we talked about that. Um, no one else can play Hagrid in my mind. No. He's perfect. No one else can play McGonagall. No. No one else she can... She could pl- still play McGonagall. How old is she? She I'm, looks the same, I, mean, I, I don't know like. if she'd sign on for a 10-year-plus project at this oh, point yeah, in her can. life. I can't. I can't. I won't. I picture myself just watching it and being like, that wasn't as good as the original. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally everything. Like, I, I don't know how... I don't know how you can watch it. I still watch the movies all the time, like at least once a year when they're on. Oh, yeah. At you least know, once a year. At least once a year. Like all of them. Maybe the last one's like a couple times. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like they've worn out. No, you're right. Who could play Ron? No one. No one. Okay. Even, even other characters like Lucius and Malfoy perfection Lucius it's just Lucian (laughs) (laughs) okay okay we need to get back to Akatar this is not a Harry Potter podcast but yeah yeah sorry I am passionate too yeah um I don't remember where where I was okay so she realizes she's blind (laughs) (laughs) I was like Tracer steps back Harry Potter basilisk worm is blind (laughs) okay so she realizes this new fact as she's running so she's not paying the most attention to where she's going and she falls into a pit and this pit also opens up into like a small dark tunnel but there's no way to climb out of it so she's trapped and this is where the worm it's like it's lair or something yeah um but here she has a minute and she crafts a plan so she steps back and lands on something sharp and it's a bone and there's lots and lots of bones around her which is gross and Feyre's like okay I need to get out of here she tries to scale the wall but she keeps sliding back down because again it's just mud but it's also it's like the worm's digestion yeah she realizes it's it's feces it's yeah and decomposed yeah yeah um so she slides back down. Fairies are laughing at her above. And one says, a mouse in a trap. Do you need a stepping stool? And she's like, wait, a stepping stool. <laughs> so the bones, while disgusting, are very helpful. 
and she grabs the two strongest bones she can find, jams them into the wall, and effectively makes a bone ladder for herself. And she's climbing up and is going to escape, but then she has an idea. So she drops back down into the mud, takes one of the bones she was using in the ladder, and snaps it across her knee, which gives her two like sharp, pointy things. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's full huntress here. And she thinks, if Amarantha wanted me to hunt, I would hunt. <laughs> I thought at first she was going to make like a bow and arrow somehow. <laughs> Out of the bones. That would be super crafty. Yeah, that would be too unrealistic. Um, but she starts staking them in the ground and then repeats this several times over with other bones. With so she- the sharp side sticking up. Yes. So the entire ground of this pit is basically now covered in super sharp, pointy stakes. And then she starts climbing out of the pit and she covers herself in the mud. Again, disgusting because this mud is not actually mud. It is really smart though because one of the fairies above asks what she's doing and Resand of all people, says she's building a trap. The Middengard worm relies on its sense to see and Feyre just became invisible. And the way I read it, this is where it reminded me of the Games Master. Because when uh, when Katniss hits the apple, when they're all like not paying attention to her, when she's trying to show her skills, and she hits the apple, and he's like so impressed and shocked and gives her a nine. Like mm-hmm. he was like, "Wow, this smart, smart girl!" Like he's they getting recognize. interested in her. He's impressed with her. He didn't like humans. But he's impressed with Feyre. Love triangle still a possibility. <laughs> um, yeah, he definitely appreciates, you know, someone who has game and she's showing she's got skills. Yeah. But he says this and Feyre flips him off and then runs straight at the worm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> covered in shit. Cover, literally covered in shit. She finds the worm. And then she slices open her hand with a bone so that it can smell her again. But then I was like, as someone who's reading this thoroughly for the first time through, I was like, well, what was the point of covering yourself in shit if you wanted it to follow you then? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Maybe so that it didn't follow her until she was ready. Yeah. I don't know. So she waits for it to smell her. She's standing there with her bleeding hand, but then realizes it's gone. She looks up and sees fairies grinning at her. And then she hears Lucian yell, to your left. And the wall behind her explodes and the worm bursts through only a few feet from where she had just been. Thank God for Lucian. Thank God for Lucian, bestie. Again, I'm like, God, Tamlin. Help a girl out. <laughs> so she's running back to the pit, trying to remember the way back. She's slipping in the mud. She did not mean for the worm to get this close to her, so it's really on her heels. She finally reaches for the pit, and she jumps for the spot that she had planned to not have any spikes. Hits the ground super hard. And on her way down, something hits her arm, cuts her, breaks her arm. I don't know. She's also lands really oh, roughly. Oh, I thought she like maybe got bit slightly it doesn't really it doesn't explicitly say okay i was imagining again i was imagining again basilisk 
uh, does get a fang in Harry. I yeah. was thinking that's what it was. But yeah, it it just doesn't say. It's, it, she hits something sharp, so it could be a tooth. I don't know. Um, she doesn't really have time to think about this because she has to scramble out of the way, and she sees the worm hit the ground and get impaled by her bone trap and stop moving. That was she really wins. good. <laughs> she wins. Yeah, no, I uh, I liked how descriptive how descriptive this action was. Um. I can see it happening very clearly. Actually, oh, same. I enjoyed this chapter. <laughs> Me too. Me too. They, she described it perfectly. Yeah, it was really good. So the crowd's cheering, even though they were just rooting for her to die. But anyway, They're rooting for fun. They're rooting for, yeah, they're Action. rooting for something to die. Crowd's cheering. Feyre climbs out of the pit and back to where she can see Amarantha. Amarantha's looking pissed and says, well, I guess anyone could have done that. Oh my gosh. And Feyre hurls her bone javelin at her, which doesn't <laughs> hit her, but covers her in mud. And Feyre's, Feyre's like, she's pissed. She's pissed. She's thinking that if there had not been an insurmountable trench between us, I would have ripped her throat out. She don't like her. Me too. <laughs> she, Me too. She don't like her. She does not like her. Um, but we haven't seen Feyre, I guess, that violent before. She's turning Faye. I said that a couple chapters ago when they mentioned her glow. She's getting a little, a little gruesome. Tamlin is still sitting next to Amarantha, not moving, but his eyes at least are bright, face showing some triumph. So at least he's He's giving her the bare minimum. He's proud of his little huntress. Something to keep her going. Yeah. And Amarantha says, well, I suppose you'll be happy to learn most of my court lost a good deal of money tonight. Almost everyone bet on you dying within the first five minutes, and just one person bet that you would win. Which is nice that someone bet on her. Yeah, who? Uh Lucian or Reese? Um, I don't know. We shall see. The guard takes her away, and all of a sudden, she's consumed by the pain from whatever sliced her arm open and she says she can see a bone shard sticking out in her arm which is gross and like she's her bone her bone it's, she can see her bone oh god and she's covered in literally shit so that's a very open wound getting very dirty very quickly oh god is she gonna lose her arm but the last line is, I couldn't even glance back at Tamlin, couldn't find Lucian to say thank you before pain consumed me whole and I could barely manage to walk back to my cell. And that's where we end this chapter and this episode. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. I'm so happy we're finally in a place with consistent action. Yeah. I was listening back to... um our episode three today while we were doing editing. And I was like, God, nothing's going on. (laughs) (laughs) They're just talking. (laughs) What are we, what did we even have to say? (laughs) But I'm just like reading into every little thing. Well, there's so much because there's so many, like now, you know, going back, there's so many subtle things. So we had to really 
summarize every conversation yeah there's little elements in everything yeah yeah well hopefully you guys are all still with us yeah. <laughs> because things are ramping up they so are <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah that was her first task one of three and she has conquered it one down two to go I do think she's probably going to get through one more task and then she's going to figure out the answer to the riddle. Okay. We have uh, about nine chapters left. Damn, that's it? Yeah. We not. We might not. We have to. Might, la, 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 can't talk. We might have to cancel our break. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I want to keep reading. I don't want it to be done. (laughs) Wait, have we told? We did last episode. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I don't want it to be done. But I'm really happy you got me to read this. Yeah, I will say I think um, I think you'll be okay from going from book one to book two having a break does it seem like they kind of wrap it up in a bow like it could almost be its own standalone no no. it's definitely not its own standalone oh jesus it's not in a it doesn't end in a giant cliffhanger or anything but you're definitely like what's okay well what next yeah okay so um especially when you think about how much buildup we had in this book yeah i mean we just figured out the what what was going on this whole time they were just getting to the action so i mean amarantha isn't gonna die i just feel like this book could be wrapped up in a bow like amarantha could die at the end and they could walk home as the last sentence okay well we'll talk about it when we get there okay we have three more episodes for book one wow whenever we record i'm like god I just want to talk about what's not going to happen next. <laughs> We're not even having big gaps between recording sec- sessions. I know, we'll I know, but we just end off and then you have all these questions. I'm like, I would love to answer them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being all mysterious all the time. Um, but we will, um, we'll record in a few more days and I'm sure you'll have a lot of thoughts. Can't wait. what's about to happen. So I think that brings us to the end of our episode. Unless, Sadie, do you have any final thoughts? Anything else you didn't get a chance to share? Any more predictions for us? No, I mean, I think I made some pretty good predictions there. We'll recap. Uh, the answer to the riddle is love. Um, the love triangle is still on the table. I think Reese, I, I harped on this, but I think Reese... Doesn't necessarily like humans, but was rooting for Farah to break the curse. And now he's a little interested in her, watching her uh, defeat that worm. <laughs> and I think that Farah will uh, successfully complete the second challenge, but then figure out the riddle before the third. Okay. Okay. And what happens to Amarantha? Well... If it was, if the, if this wasn't a five book series, <laughs> I would say she dies, but I guess 
she's going to be the villain throughout, which I think is better. Because if there was just like if it was like a superhero movie where there's like a new villain every book, it's like, okay, let's be realistic here. But I think I think we'd be. I think we could go with Amaranthus lives, but a deal's a deal. It's a magic deal and they get to leave. But that doesn't mean that her reign is over. Okay. Well, we shall see. We shall see. <laughs> um, well, thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Gals on Topic. We've been posting content every, like every day. So follow us <laughs> um throw us some likes and also don't forget to subscribe on spotify and on apple podcasts as of today <laughs> um and also don't forget to rate us it will be as of episode three for everyone yes but we just but figured in, it out today <laughs> in real time we just figured it out today um And yeah, thanks everyone for listening and we will see you next episode. Yeah, see you guys. Bye guys.